Podcast, where South Asian couples tap into insight about the North American wedding industry. I'm Vinny from An Elegant Standard. And I'm Ruchi from Three Wishes Planning. We are wedding decorators and planners based near San Francisco who are here to tell you more about South Asian weddings. So Vinny, did you wear red on your wedding day? Um, so yes, I did. And I don't, I didn't plan to. Mm-hmm. Um, I really wanted a different color. Um, I wanted actually a whole different style too. I wore, oh. I wore lenga, but mm-hmm. I wanted more of that Pakistani style where it's like a long uh, top and then um, either pants or like a sharara, yeah, yeah, or um, you know a lenga. Those are so pretty. Yeah, but. Um, I fell in love with a red linga and it was (laughs) so gorgeous yeah and you know the funny thing was it was so heavy that I had to put suspenders yeah I've heard that like hold it up because it just kept falling off (laughs) what about you yeah I am definitely one of those people I always wanted to wear red I absolutely admire like when I go to weddings and see brides wearing different colors I i feel like it's freaking gorgeous, but I always knew for myself I wanted to wear red. Um, I'm My family is originally from Rajasthan, mm-hmm. and, you know, brides wearing a red langa is just a very, very old tradition that I wanted to, you know, continue. But, yeah, my I remember my, my langa was so heavy that I had this, like, special hanger made to, like, you know, for photos yeah. or, like, the detail shots. And I had a Harry Potter-themed uh, hanger made, and it oh said, like, always, and it had, like, the little, like, Deathly Hollow symbol, and I was so excited to, you know, put my lenga on that and have pictures taken, but on the wedding day, my photographer ended up telling me that the lenga was too heavy for the hanger. Really? Yeah, so I never even ended up getting to use it, and I put so much work into having oh, it, like, custom so ordered. Have photo of that I have hanger? a photo fo- He took a photo of just the <laughs> hanger for me, but it doesn't have the lenga on it, because he's like... Well, if I put the blouse on it, it wouldn't show. And yeah, they're, they're a lot. Yeah, that's so funny. And so you said you always wanted to wear a red linga. Yeah, yeah. I always did. That's awesome. Um, so I wanted to wear red and you ended up wearing red. But honestly, there's so many options oh, as yeah. a South Asian bride. I mean, I have seen brides wear every color of the rainbow from white to like the darkest, darkest blue. And there's really no right answer. I mean, the nice thing about South Asian weddings is we have a huge variety in, um, in our colors. There's, it's, you know, I feel like in Western weddings, 90% of brides wear white and then 10% will wear something else. In South Asian weddings, I would say less than 50% wear red. Yeah, Maybe like 25% wear red and there's so many other gorgeous colors to pick from. Yeah, and um, you can totally decide based on season, uh, what's trending, your favorite color, the best color that looks good on you. Like, and everyone has their own opinion what looks good on themselves. Um, but you can literally wear anything. And decor matching with your clothes is probably one of the um more like the things that you need to consider when uh, picking your designer um, or your decorator and letting them know like what color scheme that you're going with and what color you're wearing as well. So if you're wearing red and you want your decor to be red, everything's going to blend in together. Yeah, you should contrast. Yeah, contrast. You want different shades of red, even though you have a little bit of red. 
maybe your outfit's like silver but your jewelry has some red tones in it then we can play off of that and add silver elements so uh, talk to your decorator you definitely don't want everything to be matchy uh, but you want it to blend well together and your decorator should know their color theory um, and you can always give them like swatches as well um, what's trendy right now are like pastels mm -hmm. um, velvets uh, is velvet good in every season do you think can a summer bride wear velvet I wouldn't recommend it yeah uh, However, I have seen velvet look really nice during receptions. Mm -hmm, so totally. like if it's indoor and you have a reception where it's just all glam, then a velvet really looks nice. But for your ceremony, I would not go velvet uh, during the summer because you're just going to be really hot. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think, you know, your mat the material you want mm -hmm. also plays into it. For example, we were just talking about velvet. If, you, if your favorite color is like hot, runny pink, yeah. and that's the color you want to wear, velvet is probably not a good idea. Um, some, you know, some more untraditional materials that I've seen that, you know, you wouldn't think that they look good, but actually do end up looking mm -hmm. amazing. Um, I, we're seeing more raw silk langas. Yes. Um, they look really pretty. We're seeing more organza langas mm -hmm. where the skirt will be organza and the top, um, you know, will be regular fabric. And then also I've seen a huge upward trend of Banarsi langas, yeah, especially, yeah, with up, just, you know, the, the blouse, um, something more, uh, typical. And then the langa is Banarsi and then your dupatta that drapes over your body is Banarsi and it's a super, super pretty look. Yeah. And do you want to also base your outfit on your venue whether it's indoor outdoor um beach versus yeah. like castle yeah yeah and uh, you know at a beach you want it to be a little more lightweight and flowy um so considering your venue is important um when thinking about what to wear and the weather also what you feel comfortable in i know for me um i don't Everyone tells me my arms aren't big, but then when I, like, <laughs> in photos, I, I don't know what it is. Or, like, I get the tan line on my arm, and I wore sleeveless, and I could see my tan line. And I don't think I noticed it at that time. I'm sure no one noticed it. <laughs> um, but, you know, sleeves are a great idea as well. Uh, right now, the trendy thing is, like, three-fourths or, like, a half of your sleeve mm -hmm. uh, versus the shorter sleeve. Like oh. Those are more trendier right now. Yeah, and, you know, going into that, um, you should really think about your style because, um, you know, similar to Western dresses, there are so many cuts, even with South Asian, even with South Asian outfits. So if you're going for a lenga, um, yeah, definitely think about your sleeve length. You can get anything from a – I've seen – really pretty wedding langas and a halter neck yeah. go all the way to like the very very long sleeves yeah. um they both look good but you should think about what you want you should think about do you want to have one dupatta or two dupattas and if you're having two how do you want it draped do you want it draped over your left shoulder or your right shoulder because that will change the aesthetic do you want to have it flowing or do you want to have it pinned up because then your blouse design will be based on that if you're getting a really really I had a, I wanted really heavy embroidery on my blouse. I kind of feel like the blouse is like really underrated and like yeah. never gets any yeah. love. So I had a lot of heavy embroidery on my blouse. So I didn't want my dupatta covering it up. I wanted right. it pinned up on my shoulder so my pretty sleeves would show. Yeah. 
Um, and for Sikh weddings, mm-hmm. uh, we have to cover our head. So the dupatta stays on top of our head. Right. And that's the draping on that's all different. Mm-hmm. You can um, have your front covered or you can have it open um, and just have it pinned to the back. And if you have a really pretty design on your blouse, I really recommend a net dupatta so you can see through um, all that pretty design. Yeah, yeah. And even when you're getting your dupatta for your head, you want to think about where you have it pinned. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're, if you want to, some brides like to have it pinned really, really far back. So when you look at right. their front profile, you can't even see it on their head. Um, whereas some, I want it pinned a lot more forward because I feel like I get like a weird egg head if something is like <laughs> pinned too far back. Um, but that's another thing to think about. And even with colors, like Vinny and I were just talking about what color your lenga should be. But with South Asian weddings, your lenga doesn't have to be one color. Mm-mm. Some brides really lean into the monochromatic look. Like mm-hmm. uh, like Priyanka Chopra's wedding was like mm-hmm. pure red lace, like yeah. very, very deep into one color scheme. But um, I've also seen brides wear like super multicolored langas or like for my own wedding langa, I wanted green jewelry. So I chose a green dupatta to contrast um, to contrast with like my red langa. So that was like my one big color contrast. Yeah. So, so yeah, again, with your bridal party, you don't want to have them wear the same color. So if you're wearing pink, don't put them in pink. Yes. If you're wearing red, don't put them in red. You want to make sure you're contrasting and that's a good place to consult your decorator. Um, with your fiance, I've seen a lot of variations. Some people want to just do like one like subtle unifying color touch. Yeah. Um, but some people literally have like the same fabric cut mm-hmm. from them and their fiance's outfit. So definitely it's a personal preference. Yeah, I had my uh, husband, he got like a totally different outfit color uh, that contrasted, but his bug turban was the same color as my linga. So I made sure to get him the a fabric um, when I shopped for my linga. Yeah, yeah. And you can you should coordinate with your immediate family too. For me, my dupatta over my body was a bandani print. Mm. So my mom also had a bandani print dupatta, even though her outfit was totally different color. And my dad, also his bug was a bandani print. So me and my parents nice. all had that similar bandani print, even though we all wore different colors. Yeah, I really wish I put more thought into this when I uh, got married because um, I see all the photos and they look so nice. Yeah, another thing to think about is your jewelry. Um, You know, traditionally back in the day, jewelry was the most important part of a bride's um, look, even more important than her outfit. Um, And that's something I wanted to um, really think about as well. I actually looked at the style of jewelry I wanted before my outfit Um, and you know, some people wear jewelry that's passed down Mm -hmm. through their ancestors. Some people wear jewelry that their in-laws gift them, like they gift you a set and you have to wear it. So if you know that's going to be the case for you, you should definitely look at your jewelry before buying your outfit. So different necklaces will look good with a different neckline. Mm -hmm. Um, if there are colors in your jewelry, you should think about what color your outfit is going to be. For example, if you're wearing a red langa, don't buy a set with red beads. It's yeah. too much. You, again, you should always be contrasting. Um, and because jewelry is so significant, uh, definitely plan that as you're shopping. Otherwise, you know, it might end up not being a good fit. 
Yeah, and shop, yeah, like you said, shop around as mm-hmm. well because you never know who has like hidden gems. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's honestly surprising. Yeah. yeah, I bought my jewelry at a very unexpected like like shop where I didn't think I would find anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, another thing I think is good in terms of your outfits is you know to go to the source for your inspiration. Here in North America, we have so many wonderful trendy boutiques that sell gorgeous clothes, but mm-hmm. You know, in actuality, all trends come from India. That's yes. that's where our outfits originate. And we like we're behind. Yeah, when it comes to fashion, when it comes to Indian fashion here. Yeah, so you know, you you may be dreaming of shopping at your local boutique in your area, so you've been following them forever. But also try to follow some designers and big bridal wear accounts from India. You'll see trends that are so different. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can definitely work with a local person to recreate those trends, but it'll, if you're, if you're someone who really wants to do something unique, that's actually the first place you should look is what's trending in India itself rather than what's trending here. Yeah. And I've noticed that not only like India trends and then there's other parts of the States or like, um, other parts of the world that trend their trends come before ours. Mm -hmm. So we, we follow along like Canada Australia, uh, I've seen a yeah. lot of like trend hotter trends there. Yeah. yeah, LA, and then it comes to the Bay Area. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also, a lot of communities have very significant colors that the bride has to wear. For example, I've heard in Guyanese culture, the bride wears a yellow langa. Mm-hmm. Um, in a lot of Gujarati families, the bride wears a white sari. Mm-hmm. In South Indian families, the bride wears a silk sari. You know, it can be of a different color. So, if that's the case for you. Definitely plan that out with your family or your in-laws family before you buy your outfit because you don't want to get attached to a certain style and then end up learning that you're actually going to be wearing something else. Yeah, it's similar for Sikh uh, weddings as well. Um, We don't really have that many restrictions other than white and black. Yeah, it's the same for us. Yeah, And I feel like white, you know, white in our culture is significant. signifies there we go i don't know why i'm messing up my words here um you know more of like a widow or a death but it's definitely changing like now you can do white with lots of silver or gold um on it so and uh, other colors like pastels mixed Mm -hmm. with white i I did a little bit of that in one of my uh pre-wedding um ceremonies and I remember my uh, aunt made a comment like, oh, it's white. But it was just like part of it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh gosh, here's the comments. Yeah, I totally resonate with that. Um, I'm North Indian and we are we have the same you know restriction. We're not allowed to wear any white or any black. Like mm-hmm. I remember my mother-in-law saying, even your undergarments shouldn't be white or black. Uh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so but, um, yeah, there's ways around it. I've seen a lot of brides um, in my community, I see, will be wearing white for their sangeet because it's re- the rule really only applies to your ceremony outfit. Mm-hmm. Um, I was told that I couldn't wear white or black for anything, but yeah. I've seen in other in other families, like, they'll let the bride wear white or black for their sangeet or their mm-hmm. reception. And I've even seen a lot of brides, you know, especially when you grow up in North America, they want the big, poofy, white yeah. wedding dress, and they'll wear that for their reception. Right. Yeah, and the reception, I feel like, uh, flies a little bit more mm-hmm. with that kind of stuff but definitely talk to your family and if you don't care what your family says like do good for you, you. <laughs> yeah good for you I there was parts of my wedding that I did not care I was like I'm wearing this you go girl <laughs> uh, but 
yeah, do what makes you happy. There's yeah, you know these like traditions are there, but they're meant to be broken. <laughs> yeah, I agree, and definitely think about variety. Um, you know, you're likely having so many events. You're probably having at least five or six events in your wedding week that you'll need a new outfit for. Right. You don't have to wear a sari for everything. You don't have to wear a lenga for everything. The cool part about South Asian fashion is there's so many styles. Try to have a variety. See what looks yeah. good on you. See what's trendy. You're like, I'm sure you want to see yourself in all the different styles too. So take advantage of that. Yeah, awesome. Well, anything else, Richie? That's about it for today. Thank you for listening to The Shoddy Cast with Ruchi and Vinny. Follow us on Instagram at The Shoddy Cast for show notes, inspiration, and our contact information. And please remember to rate our podcast and share it with your friends. <laughs>